So this is the first time you're in Holyoke, right? It is, Feroz. Are you excited to be in Holyoke? Of course I'm excited. It's a super special place. I had some wonderful food at Fiesta Cafe. Uh, met some beautiful people. It's always good to know when we have a visit, they feel welcome and enjoy being here in Holyoke Mass. On the incredible initiatives that are part of the community. She is Kutasha Silva, an educator, musician, and scholar from Vieques, Puerto Rico. She is visiting the city of Holyoke for the first time. And the reason for her visit was to provide information for the Youth Leadership Summit happening this summer in Marta's Vineyard. This is an initiative by the Stone Soup Leadership Institute, and this episode is a consequence of that meeting. You see, this podcast is not only a platform for information and stories about what is going on in the city of Holyoke. It's also a learning workshop for students and youth on how to create media and community journalism pieces. If you see some of the content in our website, radioplasma.com, you will see that we have some pieces produced by two students. They are staff reporters for the Holyoke High Herald, the newspaper of the Holyoke High School. And recently, they have been creating stories and content on the podcast format to incorporate the audio and multimedia approach for covering the news and local stories. According to the proposal by State Representative Aaron Vega, this Youth Leadership Summit will have 20 young students from the city of Holyoke participating, all expenses paid for a whole week, and get a special training on how to become leaders. It's not a surprise that one of the students training on radio plasma and journalism is also nominated to participate in this summit. And while we were talking about how would you cover an event of this sort if you were on an assignment, we started to do kind of a mock-up plan of who would you interview from all these people together in this meeting? And what will be the questions you will ask in order to have information to share with the community? Well, to make the story short, and thanks to the what-if type of questions, Ferozid Dani approached Marianne Learned, the executive director of Stone Soup Leadership Institute, and also Kutasha Silva to talk about the Leadership Summit in a more in-detail conversation. And that is how we all ended up here at the Plasma Media Lab doing this episode. I wanted to stand out the backstory of this session because this is the very first time Radio Plasma Podcast becomes a co-hosted and co-produced session where youth are beginning to take over and have their voices being the ones asking the questions, getting the information, making an example of how media can be saved from the corporate interest and the fake news and the constant neglecting of stories that matter for the community. So get ready to enjoy of this conversation about the Youth Leadership Summit happening in Marta's Vineyard this summer and the inspiring stories by Kutasha Silva from Vieques and Marianne herself on how creating these workshops are transforming lives. I'm Johan Rashivega. Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, formerly known also as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Today I'm joined with Katasha and Marianne. They are here today to talk about the Youth Leadership Summit and their experiences. So Katasha, you are from the island of Vieques, Puerto Rico. 
how did you get to meet Marianne? Hi, Feroz. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. I met Marianne when I was working at a resort as a waitress, and uh, she kept coming in and out using the computers, and she seemed always very involved and busy with something. And we started speaking, um, and I learned of the work that she was doing on the islands, and it seriously um, appealed to me. Um, so I started participating in the projects that she was creating across the island. What kind of projects was Marianne doing on the island? Marianne uh, arrived on the islands of Vieques and she noticed the state of the youth. She noticed that there was a very, very high teenage pregnancy rate. She noticed that there was a very high uh, drug, uh, drug wars that were occurring between the youth and dropouts, etc. in the schools. Um, and she created a space where any interested youth could come to and be supported in developing their dreams and learning how to do that by developing essential skills for success. Is there anything in particular that made you want to work with Marianne? Well, as I mentioned, I was working at a resort. At a resort. Um, so my days was surrounded by drunk tourists. And although I was making a lot of money, I very much was like, well, I definitely want to be a human being that offers a space of, of change and, and um, a sense of positiveness for youth. I had also just graduated from a women's studies program, and I had this desire mostly to help young girls in finding that there was different options apart from being mothers at 12, 13, so forth. And um, the program that Marianne was creating seems like the perfect space for that. Do you mind sharing a memory of the program and your time spent with Marianne? Absolutely. We created this beautiful business, this beautiful business where we would create jewelry. Um, and we were going to create jewelry using elements from the island, be it seashells, be it seeds. And we would make the jewelry together with, um, it was about a team of 10 or 12 teens and developed as a result a small business that we would place on the boardwalk. And it was a wonderful dynamic because it created an opportunity for Vieques teens um, to meet tourists. And they wouldn't necessarily have had that interaction. The usual interaction would be maybe a Vieques teen zooming by a tourist uh, on his or her skateboard and pissing him or her off. That would be the usual interaction. Instead, they began to actually speak actually look into each other's eyes and actually see the humanness in each other and create links of helping each other. So that would be a beautiful memory. So this is the first time you're in Holyoke, right? It is, Feroz. Are you excited to be in Holyoke? Of course I'm excited. It's a super special place. I had some wonderful food at Fiesta Cafe, uh, met some beautiful people, and um, have been reading up on the incredible initiatives that are part of the community. I'm really glad that you're here in Holyoke. Thank you for having me. So Marianne, I know that you wrote a book. Could you talk about your book? What's it about? Why you wrote the book? Thanks, Faroz. It's great to see you and meet you in person and be part of this wonderful program you have here. Um, about 20 years ago, I lost my brother to a drunk driver and um, he was 19 and it left a hole in my heart and I wanted to 
do something to support other young people like him. And uh, so I went for a walk on the beach to a place I'd never been, and I found this magic stone, and it led me on this journey. And what I saw um, from being with young people is that they need role models and heroes and people that they can look up to and a diversity of young people. Um, too many of the young people didn't see someone that looked like them or came from their background. or um, And so I took it upon us to find um, people from all cultures and all religions and um, so many countries. And it was a two-year journey of, of many of the people I had known, some of the great leaders from our world I had known in my previous work, and then a lot of people I never knew before. And so I just, you know, have adopted them as my family, and the work that we do with the young people is really a chance for these young people to meet some of them in person. So for this year at our summit, we'll have the our board member from Barrios Unidos, who has been very involved with restorative justice for many, many years. He's one of the leaders of that work um, from Barrios Unidos in Santa Cruz, California. He's very close friends with Harry Belafonte, and uh, he was with us in Vieques to start the first summit, so he's coming this year to specifically to meet the Holyoke youth. He's very excited to meet all of you. I'm really sorry to hear about your loss, and I appreciate that you're here to work with the youth and the work that you're doing with them. So what made you want to work in Holyoke? Well, I met someone um, about a year and a half ago who was uh, wanting to do a coding project, and um, we met at the Kennedy Institute, and I have a hard time saying no. So, you know, I met this young man. He was from a community that we had worked with, in Oakland, California, and he wanted to do something. He was wanted to do a senior project. He was at Hampshire College, and I got a little support from someone to make that happen, and I met the families and the young people, and I saw, you know, the, just the joy, just the excitement for them, and I thought, wow, this is a special community. And then, of course, you know, when I did the homework on Holyoke, and found out it was the number one per capita Puerto Rican community in the United States, which who knew? I just thought I'd lived in Vieques for four years and then in western part of Puerto Rico for four. So we had, you know, role models and heroes that were Puerto Rican and had changed their lives. And I felt like these young people I knew in, from Vieques, their heart was always wanting to share and reach out and support other young people of all cultures and had been working with us, with people from the Caribbean islands, from Martha's Vineyard where we have Brazilians and, and we have Wampanoag Indians and African Americans. But most importantly, they wanted to support other young Puerto Ricans. So it just felt like a, and the community such a wonderful, um, there's so many caring people who just seriously want to make things better. And I instantly, you know, went to several of the community meetings with Ed Case and the South Holyoke Safe Neighborhood Initiative, and I was so blown away by just this, the general feeling of caring that I found. So, I don't know, it just keeps growing on you, huh? There's such pride in Holyoke. 
people are just really proud of being from Holyoke, and I think that's a beautiful thing. As a citizen of Holyoke for my whole life, I can agree with that statement. There's a lot of pride in Holyoke. I'm proud to live in Holyoke. It's the city I was born in and raised in, and I appreciate all the people that I've met throughout the years, including you. Thank you. So you're one of the main figures in the Youth Leadership Summit. Do you mind sharing a memory that summarizes your time being in charge of it? Well, there's so many memories, um, and I'm sitting next to one of them. My friend Anna, who is with us, who came all the way from Martha's Vineyard to welcome the young people from Holyoke, from Holyoke to come to Martha's Vineyard. And when I met her a year ago, you know, she just didn't seem very happy. And I was always just trying to give her a hug. And now, you know, her life is so totally changed. And she just calls me on the phone and says, I'm excited. And I say, why? And she goes, I'm just excited. And it's just so much fun to have someone, a teenager, call you up and say, I'm excited. It just makes my day. And she just thinks it's funny because, you know, why should I have to ask? But so I was, that's one of my great memories, to be quite honest. And, you know, I'm thrilled that she came to Holyoke. She'd never met anyone. And she's got half a dozen new friends in her cell phone, right? <laughs> so I think that it's really, um, it's a miracle of what happens where we build a family every year. I'm the oldest of 10. And, uh, you know, I found that through this work, I find that we create a family of people that don't know each other. And then by the end, they're all best friends. And they're all, I think the th- reason why they're all good friends is they're all moving forward. You know, they don't, we don't sit around and talk about the world as a difficult place, even though it is for, we have, you know, underprivileged young people that have all, you know, struggled in their lives. But we're not about talking about that. We talk about what can we do to make our lives better and make our communities better. And that joy that comes from that is just contagious. By the end, you just feel like, wow, we could do anything. Anna, is there anything you would like to share? Um, come to Mater's Vineyard. I have a question for Katusha. First of all, welcome to Holyoke. Anna, Benvinda. And as a Puerto Rican, being here in Holyoke for the first time, the city with the biggest Puerto Rican community outside the island, it is 49% of the population of Holyoke, Latino, and most of them are Puerto Ricans. So you are basically in the little Puerto Rico outside of the island. What it means to you being here, facilitating and connecting with youth from Holyoke that has this direct connection with Puerto Rico, with your roots, with the same situations and the same identity that you belong to? Well, it's a pleasure to be here and to connect with the Puerto Rican diaspora. Um, today in the activity that we had, we had um, in Fiesta Cafe, we we walked in and I saw the pan sidrines and and they had the tostones ready and they had the jugo de parcha. Um, so it was really nice um, to, to to see how that that Puerto Ricanness, that that sense of culture continues. It doesn't matter if if now if it's not on the islands anymore. You still feel that warmth. Um, spoke to uh, 
I believe it was the owner of, of the cafe, uh, and she's from Moca, um, which was the, the town where, where I grew up in. So it's interesting to see how small the world is sometimes um, and to make those connections. And yes, it's important uh, to, to contribute to our youth, be it in Puerto Rico or be them part of the diaspora here in the United States, that all of them can continue to grow and, and, and develop um, into being human beings that contribute to their society and not be a stereotype um, and, and learn to, to, rise, to rise above that and to um, have an education for themselves and, and basically be the best human being that they can be and be proud of, of their and our heritage. Holyoke's filled with many different cultures, so we're glad to have made you felt welcome. Well, and I'd like to just say that I'm thrilled to hear that you're from Guyana, and we honor all the different cultures. And I think, and we have a flag for every young person that comes to the summit that representing different countries. So this year we'll have the first one from Guyana. So I'm really excited to have a flag from Guyana, you know, because in that way, the other young people get to know, oh, where's Guyana, right? You know, and it's, it's um, when I lived in Puerto Rico, it was a place I always wanted to get to and I never made it. I used to love to do island hopping in the Caribbean. It's just, holy smokes, so many different cultures. And, you know, I know that little bit of the history of the Guyanese people and there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of similarities with the other young people that we've been with. So you're gonna love it. <laughs> I really am glad for you to share this experience with me. Um, I really look forward to sharing my culture, to, lo to learning about others' cultures, just to grab a sense of what everything's like for other people. And Marianne, I'm wondering, how is it for you working with such brilliant minds and souls all over the world, getting so much energy and so much ideas and, for example, today, having that opportunity to connect with the community here in Holyoke and now seeing you leading this interview and being the ones taking charge and, and creating media content as the future journalists of this community. Well, you know, as Kutasha said in the introduction, I tend to try to be in the background because for that very reason, I think we need to hear from the young people. I think we need to hear their voices, and I think that we need to listen more closely to their thoughts and ideas, and I think that we need to give them the opportunity to be our spokespeople. I think we need a lot more humility in working with our young people. And so I, you know, for me to be here, I'm, we're very committed. We document everything we do, we videotape everything. Walter Cronkite was the chairman of our board, and so, you know, we have over a hundred videos, and um, I think that in today's world, where you know we have fake news and we have so many people talking about silly things that our children are listening to, and it just is outrageous to me. And I think that we need to tell the truth, and we need to have our young people having the opportunities like this to be able to talk about what's important to them because it's they're the ones that are going to be the leaders. And so, you know, I'm very grateful that you, you have done this and, and uh, we're happy to be part of it. 
Again, thank you, Katasha and Marianne, for joining me and Johan on this podcast today. Oh, um, as well as Anna. Thank you. Is there anything you guys would like to add or say to the youth of you say can, to the you youth? You can uh, learn more on our website, www.shyli.co. And you can, we have Facebook. Um, and we also, um, there's a few more spaces for young people from Holyoke. Incoming sophomores, juniors is our ideal age. There's a little flexibility with that. And the deadline is May 15th. So Representative Aaron Vega has set a goal of 20. We have a few more slots to fill, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So we hope you come. And most certainly, we are going to follow up on the development of this activity, which I believe it is a life changer for youth. And possibly, we are going to see the, the first steps of a professional life of many of them. Right. So as you mentioned about documenting this, it is important. We are documenting history in the making. Perfect. Thank you. Well, I want to to thank our guests today and also to thank and congratulate Feroz for being now co-host of this session. Thank you, Johan. This is the Radio Plasma Podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and co-host, Feroz Sudani. And I'm Johan Rashivega. Thanks for listening.